0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. Again, this uh, we have a special day. This feast of the Lateran Basilica in Rome. Um, so, many would know that that's the original house of the Pope, um, dedicated November 9th today in the year three twenty four. Uh, after it became uh, legal, or even you could admit you were a Christian without being persecuted and killed. So this, was the, this is the start of it. It's amazing to think about uh, the church physically kind of having a physical structure all the way back to uh, 324. We know that it had structure in apostles, and, but uh, we start seeing that physicalness of the actual church being there. And Basilica really kind of takes us to our other readings Really comes from the a meaning of a royal house. And we kind of see that in our second reading, the body of Christ, the physicalness that we see in the Catholic Church, but also ourselves. It, Paul says, "You're the holy temple. You brings it back personally to us. And and this is somewhat of the challenge and I see in our readings today. uh, This challenge of me personally and the challenge of us collectively. Um, I'm gonna make a short pit stop in a different direction here. Um, And I could say the reason I ran across this uh, adoration song was because I was with the seventh and eighth graders last night for adoration, and so they had some music, and obviously you you get some great um, music that you can actually sit with the Lord, and uh, I ran across this song called, As Good As It Gets, Um, and I could have said, well, it's because I was gonna be at this uh, adoration, but the reality is I was uh, looking for things, and um, with the election results, Uh, it seems like I don't have a great record of voting. And uh, I was thinking, gosh, is this just as good as it gets? I was thinking of the movie. Uh, But I ran across um, uh, uh, Mike Maurer, uh, one of his songs, As Good As It Gets. And the refrain of that song is, you take my eyes from the future and my heart from the past. You are the promise of this moment. In you I rest. You are as good as it gets. Christ is as good as it gets. I really sat with that last night. It was, it was warming to my heart in my desire for the royal house to be closer to the, uh, well, the vice versa, the civil house, the world we live in, to be closer to the royal house of, of the church. Um, it seems like we're a long way away, but it's our striving to get to that point. Christ, you are as good as it gets. Our first reading, whenever we see that from Ezekiel, our quest to get to the very source of that living water, to spend as much time as we can to be at that very source, the point that the water starts to flow. That's this deeper, that's that chamber that uh, Teresa of Avila talks about. And yesterday, St. Saint, uh, Saint Elizabeth of the Trinity, uh, those that really know that point of where Christ is in us that we go. Well, I was thinking about that and we spend a lot of time, we do a lot of things to get ourselves into that point of peace, of uh, tranquility in the world of turmoil. And this is where our gospel reading comes in. You know, we think about Jesus cleansing the temple because here it's a marketplace. Well, the reality is there were probably a lot of really good, sincere, genuine Jews who said, well, wait a minute, that's, that's how I get what I'm gonna sacrifice. And they really had very genuine reasons for, you know, buying things and, and, and getting their sacrifice right there. That was the area for the Gentiles, the outsiders, even though the Jews were focused on the right thing, which was offering sacrifices and maybe legitimately, genuinely for the right reason, they had pushed out the Gentiles. There was no room for them. There was no room because they needed to worship and, and be you know in the focus of what they were supposed to be doing. And that's our challenge. That's our challenge is to constantly get ourselves to that source of living water, but be welcoming, be open for those that kind of see that we have something that they want, and we have to be, as Father Mike would say, you know, these touch points for evangelization, hospitality, always aware that there are people wanting that, and they don't know how to get it. They can see that you have something. You've touched. You've been there. You've been to the source of the living water. And we have to be open to be able to bring them with us, to help them see how they can get that as well. That's really the answer to how the civil world and the royal house come together, is that we keep being open. We keep Pursuing to that source of living water, but we're always open to have people join us along the way and giving them clues as to how we got there. Let's stand and offer our petitions.